A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award-winning seating, They always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. What is going on everybody? My name is Carlotto. Welcome to the week of Hero or Zero. This is the Hero's Fire Podcast and we are back again talking one comic book character as we do every single week. We talk their good points, their bad points and just generally give you a bit of a rundown about all things that character. Oh, As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mead, who's very cold. Kind of got a cold I'm, this year. I'm really chilly. I'm, be- wear- I'm wearing a micro fleece yeah, right now. Yeah, two of us are wearing micro fleeces. Two of us are wearing micro fleeces. <laughs> From different companies. From different companies. <laughs> <laughs> but I could do it maybe a second or third one. Yeah, so support Patreon. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so I can buy a train just, ticket home to get just, them. Just one fleece. Between us. <laughs> we'll share get, it. Get an extra extra large. Yeah, no, one arm each way. Yeah. One mic. You wouldn't even need two mics. What's the other arm doing? I don't say Why do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> what is it doing? <laughs> It, it's it's liking all the Facebook posts. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, this week here on Zero Shot, I'm doing DC as always. Yes. You did Marvel last week. You did a very good report on Thanks. Captain Midnight no. America. <laughs> Which one was it? Britain. Captain Britain. Captain, Captain Britain. Britain. Captain Britain. <laughs> uh, and this week, I'm going to do a character that's part of the Teen Titans, or the Titans TV show. Okay, now we've had Little Dicky. We've had Little Dicky. Little Dicky's been covered. We've had... Beast Boy? We've had Beast Boy. We've ha- have had and we haven't Boy. had anyone else. In the We've team. had Slade. Slade, yeah, their main villain, yeah. Uh, well, this week we are going to be doing Starfire. Starfire? Or Coriander, as uh, uh, she's named. That's her actual name. That's her actual name. name, yeah. Starfire is her superhero name. Uh, her careers are Marv Wolfen and George Perez, and her first appearance was in October of 1980. 1980? That's recent enough in comic book terms. It- funny that you did say Little Dicky because the one thing I found in searching for this character and doing a lot of research is that everything that I read in like her story they somehow related to a man really it's it's all through her relationships that she develops her with either Dick Grayson or with uh, she married she has two other marriages as well but like 
I was trying to look for characters traits of hers yeah and they were always just like and then she was in love with Dick Grayson and then oh, Dick fuck. Grayson said this and I was just like lads just tell me about her rather than fucking Dick Grayson yeah um, this is an alien with superpowers yeah, yeah. like I'm sure she's pretty cool herself she, she's interesting enough and, and so then I was like that made me annoyed for 10 minutes and then I was like well that's actually probably a better angle to be like she was created literally as kind of like a, a fa- alien fantasy yeah. thing and I think at the start she was basically just seen as like the super sexy alien yeah but has kind of become her own character she's gone past that now. true she's now become like um, the veteran part of the Teen Titans right yeah, which yeah. is good like I don't know in the New 52 but especially pre-New 52 uh, it got to the point where she was seen like as a legend along with the original five it's that oh my god this is Starfire and, and she was still leading the team yeah. of the new characters so of like there's Titans a, of, of two new Titans so uh, I will start from when Starfire was created by, as I said by Marv Wolfman and the artist George Perez in 1980 when new char- characters were needed to fill out the revamped roster of the upcoming new Teen Titans series she made her debut in 1980, as I said. Wolfman conceived the character as an exotic alien princess who was Ooh. both sexy in appearance Ooh. and a fierce warrior. Oh, uh, like one of those should come before the other <laughs> in terms of character. Possibly. Essentially, essentially a red Sonya in outer space. Was what they were going for. Right. Um, okay, I see I see what they were going yes, for. Yes, based on this description, Perez visually designed Starfire to have golden skin, long flowing red hair, completely green eyes, a voluptuous figure is what oh. they said. <laughs> and <laughs> Same as Batman. And, vi- and, vi- and a revealing bikini-like armour. <laughs> Not an effective armour, let's no. be honest. No, it actually, they wrote around it to make the armour make sense. Does she get power from the sun or something? Yeah, she, yeah. Ha- she gets solar power. So the more skin that's open to the sun, the more power she gets. Right. So that was just a way to make her half naked. Yeah, Metal Gear Solid does the same um, thing. Her character was immediately popular with fans. Was it now? Might surprise you. Yeah, this is the 80s were a mad time. And her look and costume has remained virtually unchanged since her first initial debut. Okay. Uh, so, as I said, she was basically created to just be, like... Eye candy. Sexy alien who's part of the Teen Titans because they were filling it out and they had Cyborg and they had Dick Grayson and they had Beast Boy. Not lads. And they had lads that were like, we need some women. Then they got Raven. She doesn't count as a sexy woman. We need women who are sexy. And so Marvel was like, I've got it. (laughs) And Starfire... She doesn't, when she first joined, she didn't understand a lot of Earth either, did she? No, so uh, I, this is, I'm going to start on her origin, Grants. actually. So they've gone back, they went back in 1983, I think it is, and they filled out the origin. So I'm going to start there. So Starfire came from the planet Tam- Tamaran. Now, obviously, um, Tamaran is in space. <laughs> what? In space. Gotcha. <laughs> it was originally a beautiful paradise which valued peace and tranquility but which trained its people to behave as warriors when attacked. Born with the name Coriander, Starfire was the younger daughter of the King of Tamarin. She was beloved by all save for her older sister Commander. So there's Commander and, and Coriander. Oh. So this is going so to get Ander conf- is the last name. Yeah, this is going to get confusing. So just bear with me. Okay. So, um, Commander has been born sickly and lacked the natural ability of Tamarians to fly. Because of this, she was seen as deemed unworthy of being an eventual successor to the throne. So she's the firstborn. But she isn't full power. She's not. She was born sickly, they say. So she's not able to get fully. She doesn't have all of her powers. So then it's seen that it skips her. 
and goes to Coriander, As who a, just so happened to be born second, and it's not her fault no, not that her all. older sister is sick, but it's seen as like, you're the next in line, and then of course this leads to... Infighting in the family. Infighting in the family. Right. And Coriander became next in line to the king. When Coriander and Commander were old enough, they were sent off to learn the art of combat from the warlords. Both sisters excelled at their training, but Commander was judged too full of hatred. So, Jesus. so she just fucking hates her sister. Right? Just like out of the gate. like Because she was born sickly, so then Coriander must have gotten all of the attention yeah. and all the love. And presumably got more like special treatment yeah. of everyone because she's seen as the next in command so yeah. you'd be nice to the new queen oh you would in 15 years you got to be nice to her because in 15 years you couldn't get your head taken off exactly um, when Coriander saved her life during a test she returned the favour by attempting to kill her oh <laughs> she's not a, so her sister's just basically real pissy because she got sick Jesus I mean that's that's an ex- uh, an overreaction but, you can see, like, it, but to attack her is a bit strange because as I said like Starfire didn't ask to be born second no and she didn't ask to be given the crown <laughs> no it just so happened that that's, she's next in command that's the choice they made yeah so soon after Commander who's uh, she, she's been banished for trying to kill her sister you would be and she uh, she's full of vengeance she's full of anger she joins the Citadel, which is an evil race that was the enemy of the Tamaran. Oh, so, so she's defected. She's, a, she's the king's daughter, and she's defected to the opposite. And she's an unreal fighter, but she doesn't have... She can't fly. Yeah, she's an evil version of Starfire. Okay. Uh, with her inside knowledge, the Citadel was able to break through the defensive shields of Tamaran and lay waste to the planet. Fuck, so she's done with everything. Yeah. And so, Commander demanded a high price to stop the warfare. That Coriander would be giving her, would be given to her to live the rest of her life as a slave. Christ! So she's like, "You're allowed to kill my whole planet and all my family, but just give her keep to her me. alive. Keep her alive and give her to me." Fuck! Right? That's dark. She's a nice gal. That sounds lovely. <laughs> Coriander endured several humiliating and torturous years as a slave. Cori- Commander was on the brink of ordering her execution when the Citadel was attacked by another evil group of aliens called the Scions. This is a matter to right. worry about. Evil um, aliens. Merciless scientists. The Scions experiment with bo- experimented with both Coriander and her sister. So now they're back Fuck. trapped together. Yeah, hating uh, each other. To determine how much solar energy their bodies could absorb before exploding. Right? So they were Fuck. just experimenting on them, right? It's twisted. Only a fortunate accident freed Starfire, who discovered that the experiment had given her tremendous new powers. So along with the flight, she now has the ability to soak in solar energy right. to make power and shoot it out. Shoot it out. Um, she then released her sister because she's a nice woman yeah. even though she's been betrayed so many times <laughs> she didn't learn uh, only to once again have her compassion repaid with hatred fuck's sake yeah her sister sounds like the worst yeah Starfire stole a spaceship and made her escape eventually ending up on Earth and joining the new T-Titan so that's her original origin of where she came from okay her planet was destroyed by her sister she went through some awful years as a slave and basically got her power because they experimented on her and they gave her those powers. That's a dark past. Yes. So she turns up, and um, as I said, she was originally just written in to be sexy alien, mm-hmm. and they went back and gave her some that backstory. Origin. Yeah. Earth was completely alien to the princess, but she was able to learn English by kissing Titan's leader, Robin, or Dick Grayson. So she learns, she's able to learn languages by uh, either touching someone or kissing someone. 
Right. So wait, so then she kissed him or he kissed her? She kissed him she kissed, to learn English. Oh, just for the express purpose of, I know this will oh, work. Like, not in a romantic way. That's how right. she actually learns languages. So okay. she kissed him so then she could speak English. Because she must have arrived and she's just speaking Tam- Tamarian, Tam- yeah. Tamarin. And so they're just like, what the fuck are you saying? And yeah. so then she would have kissed Robin and then... Immediately he falls in love with her, obviously, because yeah. this super hot alien chick turns up <laughs> in a bikini and just starts kissing him. And Robin has been given no affection for the majority of his adult he's, life. All he's looking for is some, somebody to hold his hand, <laughs> <laughs> um, which ignited a romance between the two of them. This relationship would eventually help Grace and grow as a person. See, yeah. this is where it becomes her effect on him rather than... Like her, her experiences, her character, her as a character. Like this is so weird. Like all of the research was just her effect on how men around her, the patriarchy, the pa- Sean. Oh. Um, this relationship, as I said, would help uh, Grayson grow as a person. It help him carve out his own identity away from his mentor, the Batman. <laughs> oh, have you heard of him? I, I, I think you did. Hero Zero? Maybe. <laughs> Coriander took the codename Starfire and joined the Teen Titans, who became her surrogate family. Her original teammates included Robin, who later named his code, changed his name to Nightwing, of course. Wonder Girl, who's Donna Troy. Uh, Kid Flash, Wally West, Cyborg, Raven, and Changeling, who's Beast Boy. Right. Um, so it's five of the original from the Teen Titans animated show, along with Wonder Girl, or Donna Troy, and Kid Flash. Okay. It's kind of like a combination of the animated Teen Titans show and Young Justice right, combined yeah. together. Okay. Starfire helped a new group of young heroes make a name for themselves as they battled and defeated many powerful adversaries, including Trigon, Brother Blood, and Deathstroke the Terminator. She served with the team for many years and eventually became a Titans veteran, acting as a mentor to newer members as the team's roster constantly changed. So... When Tim Drake joins, this is like 2003 version of Teen Titans, her and Cyborg are the two leaders. Right, along and the others have left. And, well, Dick is gone. Mm. Uh, Raven kind of takes a step back, and then Beast Boy is kind of in and out, but she is seen as, like, the main leader right. of the group. Cyborg is there. Cyborg's the technician leader, and she's, like, the mission leader. So she's like, you're on Team Alpha, you're on Team Bravo, go there, go there. Okay. She, she's like, runs the show. Um, she gets that from her years of just working with Nightwing. Yeah. That, like, it kind of pays off because he's seen as the leader. Now, there is a thing that she doesn't like when they're together anymore because when he comes back, people look at him as the leader rather than her. Right, so he still has rank. He still has rank because he was the leader when she was there. So when he comes back, it's kind of see that. But she has grown into the, a, like, a completely secure leader in her own right. So like she doesn't need him yeah. to come back and help her. Um, so after the destruction of her home planet by the Sun Eater, which killed her parents and most of her people, oh no, Starfire—the <laughs> best reaction. <laughs> Starfire realized that Earth was now her true and only home. During her period of grief, she decided to take a leave of absence on Temescara with the Amazons oh, in order to recover. Lovely Temescara. Who's from there? Wonder Woman and Wonder Girl. Donna Troy, of who, course, who's a part of her original team, and they're very good friends. Oh, okay. Um, so she she went there. She has been married twice. Has she now? Yes. Both times to tam- Tamaranian men. Once to Prince Karas to seal a peace treaty. And once to General... Oh, no. P-H-Y-Z-Z-O-N. Faison. 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 General Faison. For love. Oh, <laughs> oh Faison was for love. Uh, both of her husbands died in battle. Oh, no. 
She even dated and fell in love with a human man named Franklin Crandall, who turned out to be a freelance spy working for a hive and was eventually killed. Oh no, I, I mean, oh no? <laughs> oh no? It's like, oh no, kind of? You mean bad guy? <laughs> um, of course, the most famous marriage is that she almost married Dick Grayson, but their wedding was interrupted because it's comic books. Yeah. Her, the wedding was interrupted by Raven, who had turned evil. And kill the priest <laughs> before he pronounced Dick and Corey husband and wife. <laughs> Classic comedy. right then. They were like holding hands and Raven just turned up and just sort of like blew him up. <laughs> and then they decided, Aww. ah, we probably won't try that again. Leave it. Grad. Yeah. Um, sure, look, we both know, don't we? <laughs> so the relationship was already on unsteady ground, with Corey fearing that Dick was rushing into marriage, and also being concerned by the anti-alien sentiments that sprang up in response to the marriage in the media. Oh. So the media got word that Dick Grayson, Batman's ward, is marrying some alien woman. And then it, it raised a whole other issue. Yeah. Um, she had casual relations with Captain Comet, who clearly felt more for her than she did for him, oh. Sean. Um, oh, Captain Comet. Starfire has served as a mentor and teacher to the latest roster of Teen Titans ever since, and also began serving with the Outsiders in the New 52. She's with... Um, she's, she's gotten with... Uh, not got me romantically. I mean, in in the team, it's Roy Harper and Red Hood. Right, okay. They're part of the Outsiders. When the New 52 started, like 2012, they were all part of the Outsiders team. Um, so she kind of went, not full evil, because they are kind of on the side of good as well. Yeah, but they're just like, they'll do what needs they're to be done. Under the under the radar. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's also had, like... That's that's literally all I could find on her in regards to just her stories, and you notice that a lot of it is about her relations to Dick yeah. Grayson and stuff, and that annoyed me a lot because I couldn't get enough information just on her. The only time, the only thing I could say is like literally go and read Teen Titans comic books because like there isn't really a re- recommendation I could say like a Starfire story. Yeah, but she's in those stories and she comes across a lot better she's peppered through them and just yeah and she's a member of the team but she isn't just there for eye candy she's an actual member she's the most powerful person other than Raven yeah Raven has the power of a god but Starfire as a pure brute force yeah and it's pure alien like space power yeah like and it's like the same as Superman he takes in the sun and then he's super powerful she has the same thing Um, her powers and abilities uh, she has the Tamarian physiology. So Starfire's powers are largely derived from her alien's physiology. Her body constantly absorbs ultraviolet radiation and converts it to energy, which can be used for a variety of purposes. Um, she has enhanced vision, so she has better eyesight than the human race. She has flight. She has interstellar travel. She's, be- she's been stated to have flown light years through space in short amounts of time. Fuck. Uh, she has star balls. So the solar absorption, absorption experiments performed on her... Uh, basically meant that she can produce star bolts or, or like lasers lots oh, and lots of sick. lasers um, lasers or like she can uh, power up her fist oh, and like glowing. F- f- a glowing fist and then just fire that off okay um Starfire also has the ability to to and power and ability to unleash all of her stored er- energy energy in a pseudo nova blast it is believed to be as hot as the sun itself and can only be used in dire situations fuck yeah so that's a real back against the wall we're about to die I'll blow kill fu- everyone blow up <laughs> blow up <laughs> she has superhuman durability and superhuman strength so in regards to her strength um, in early promos for her original appearance in the new Teen Titans it was said that she has the strength of 8 men 
However, Starfire has repeatedly demonstrated that she is far stronger than that, since she can outmuscle her Titans teammate Cyborg and even Donna Troy. And Donna oh. Troy is Wonder Girl. Yeah. So she's. Uh, and even Donna Troy could not restrain her and needed Monel's help in doing so when she nearly got when she got angry. So she's stronger than Donna Troy. And Donna Troy is like one of the strongest beings ever. <laughs> like in comic books because she's part of Temascara Wonder, yeah. Wonder Girl Wonder Woman situation. This would indicate that Starfire has at least class one hundred strength as well, though her strength level has never been accurately quantified. Okay, so ju- it's it's not written down, but based just, on the evidence. She's just fucking super strong. Uh, proper like, strength. Like, like. alien, super <laughs> ultraviolet strength. I believe it. Um, she also has a linguistic assimilation, which she's able to uh, acquire every language yeah. that she goes to, uh, just by human touch or by kissing Dick Grayson, because she thought he was a bit cute. You he know was, what I mean? And he is. He's a bit of a cutie. Look at that booty. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> so her abilities, she also has hand-to-hand combat advanced. So Starfire is also extremely proficient in armed and unarmed combat, having been trained by the warlords of Okara on her whole planet. And she just, she talked to it instantly. Yeah, so she's an amazing hand-to-hand combat, combat, combatant? Combatant. combatant? And she also, if it if it comes to it, she just has lasers and Fair. super strength and flight. Hard to imagine and, beating her. No, that's why she's like the ace in the hole for the Teen Titans. Like, yeah, she just fucks you up completely. Like, there's no you get past. You have Nightwing on one side who's just a human. Yeah, and then you have Beast Boy who can turn into a bear, and then you've got this fucking alien <laughs> <laughs> super god <laughs> who will fuck your shit. Yeah, up. like just rip you in half if she wants to. Uh, the trivia I have in regards to Starfire is Starfire is regarded as extremely physically attractive really? genre, even by the standards of the superhero genre so like you know in superhero comic books everybody's drawn with not the right physics in any way absolutely um, she also supl- displays the traits of Tamarin's highly sensuous culture coupled with the no nonsense warrior attitude so she's got the mixture of she has um, she doesn't care about uh, clothes Right, like she, on her planet, it doesn't matter because you so, you soak in ultraviolet yeah, rays. There's no modesty, so everyone just wears very little clothes because they all just soak up in the sun. Yeah, and so she can't understand why everybody on Earth like wears loads of clothes. Okay, um, obviously she can't get cold as well because like she's just absorbing the sun. She, yeah, she's the sun inside of her. <laughs> yes, for a time she even had a career as a fashion mo- model using the name Corey Anders. Oh. yeah. Uh, one of her pa- favourite pastimes was sparring with Donna Troy when they were part of the Teen Titans. Uh, she takes great pride in her garden, which contains various plant species rescued from her home planet on Tamarin. That's quite cute. Isn't that nice? Yeah. And initially, Corey was the eldest child and as such the heir of the Tamarin troll. This got retconned to the creation of Commander because they wanted to make, give her a cooler backstory. Yeah, and have some <laughs> proper conflict yeah. there. And there's my trivia on Starfire. It's very good. Annoyingly... I didn't get as much information as I wanted. But like you're saying, it's just not out there. No, it's like everything I could get was just wrapped up in the Teen Titans. Yeah. And I would just be talking about either a cyborg. And as we said, it's the same with the Suicide Squad. If you get into a story, then you have to introduce all the Teen Titans yeah. and all the villains and everything. And, you're and just it becomes like, a much bigger report than it, just... It becomes a 45-minute report because I'm trying to do a whole comic book story and 10 different characters yeah. at once. But no, I think you did good on like... You've explained that no, she's real capable. Just like she could be on her own and just be a great oh, she, superhero. She's Superman. 
Like, yeah, she takes really in she ultraviolet rays and fucks everybody. She's actually, and she can produce energy blasts, which Superman can't do. Yeah, so she's like Captain Marvel. Yeah, flight, super strength, energy blasts. Yeah, travel through space. Like, yeah, so like she doesn't need that team, but no. she just likes it there because the idea is that she came to Earth with nobody, and they just took her in, and they're her family, and now. they're her family. So she kind of sticks around them at all types. But in a battle, like she's the most dangerous person they have. Yeah, other than Raven, who, as I said, is a god. Yeah. So the two of them on the same team with Donna Troy is a bit overpowered. Yeah, because like cyborg beast boy and Dickerson do fucking nothing. There's, the three yeah. of them are there. They're all they're all like mortal men. Yeah, they're, they're, it's like cyborg's just half robot. Like beast boy he turned into a snake. Big whoopty do. Yeah. We have the three bitches here with the godlike powers <laughs> that just fuck everybody up. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, like the the three three of them should just form their own birds of prey and just be done with it. Oh, but no one else would need to do anything. <laughs> no, the whole world to be saved. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's my Starfire report. Very well done, Connor. Yes. Very good report. Thank you for doing that. And of course, she's in the new Titans show. Yeah, which I'm waiting until that comes out on Irish Netflix. Of course, yeah, you don't. As are you? As I, I haven't seen it yet. I'm hoping that hoping it's going to be good. I heard Glenn's going to be great. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Will I take us out? Yes, why not? Thanks everyone for listening to this episode of Hero Zero. We'll be back on Monday with another episode of Movie Mondays. Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday. Next Friday with one more episode of Hero or Zero. Uh, Thanks to all our patrons. One more. Just like last whatever. Last whatever. Oh, yeah. I, I, sure, I hate doing this. You didn't. Yeah, actually. <laughs> um, I hate this. I hate all of this. No, I actually really like it. It's quite fun for me. Um, thank you to all our patron supporters. I just ate a jelly. You just ate a jelly. <laughs> Into the mic. <laughs> Thank you everyone who supports us on Patreon. If you'd like to join those fine people, head on over to patreon.com slash here's for higher podcast. Or there's a link in the description. Um, it really helps us make the show but if the best way you can ever support the show is by telling one human being that we exist we're on all the social medias all that's in the description I'm going to keep talking a little bit longer so Connor can swallow the jelly that he ate oh he's okay, chewing slowly done. you good? yeah I, is there something in your cheeks? nah there probably is probably, oh a little bit <laughs> a little bit I've been Sean Mean I've been Connor Lawler thanks for listening guys bye bye see you next guys bye Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.